0: Hey what's up everybody this is Chandler Gibson and welcome to Split Screen Gamers where me and my man David Pearsaw are gonna talk about the greatest and latest news on the video game industry. What's up David? Hey what's up man how you doing today? I'm good dude I'm good. Um what you been up to dude?
1: Dude um just chilling bro honestly I tried I tried to download Dragon Quest but uh um I didn't do it yet cause it cost $2.99. $2.99. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's too expensive.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, spend, I'll, spend six, I'll spend $65 on a brand new game. But 2 dollars But 2
0: <laughs> I can't do it, boss. Dude, hey, do, you, do you listen to or watch uh, any Dave Chappelle's uh, stand-ups and stuff? Actually, I'm not a huge fan of Dave
1: Chappelle, but I did watch the most recent one. Have you seen that?
0: Yeah, Sticks and Stones? Yeah,
1: that one is pretty
0: good, bro. He's holding no punches on that. Oh, my God, dude you know that whole 299 situation you have there bro reminds me of whenever his dad was all supportive of like him like you know attending like these school functions and stuff but then with dave Chappelle, uh said like he wanted to go to the school prom but he needed money but like his dad was like how much does it cost and dave Chappelle was like three dollars and his dad was like no, no, son. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. We we can't do that. We <laughs> cannot do that. And Dave Chappelle's like, "Why do we own this house?" <laughs> Why do That's we so own tr- it? That's so true. That's so
1: true, bro. I was like, "I'll we'll spend like It's crazy. We'll spend like t- 10 to 20 bucks on like a meal at like Zaxby's or something. And then yeah. and we won't even spend like 199 for an app that like will change
0: our everyday life." Dude, uh, speaking about food, like, straight up, I would spend more money on, like, my lunches than, like, to buy, like, a ticket to something. It's really weird. Um, I know, I guess right? it's it's just, like, that human instinct of actually wanting to, like, get, like, self-gratification by eating something real good. So, I don't know. I don't know. But what about you, bro? What you been up to? Uh nothing much, man. Just been working a lot. You know, I've been editing films and stuff. Um, but, um, I, uh... One of our, prior, our, like, first topic we're probably going to talk about is this Hong Kong, uh, Hearthstone player that, uh, recently got banned from, uh, entering in any more tournaments and who actually won a tournament, but, uh... His reward money, or the reward prize, better yet, and like his title, were all like scrapped away or taken away by uh, Blizzard Entertainment because of some uh, comments against the uh, Chinese regime. And first of all, first just, of all, man, let
1: me talk about how uh, scary that is. Like, that's yeah. it's pretty crazy, man. Because Blizzard is a it's a U.S. company, right? Yeah,
0: it's a U.S. So, like, company. The fact
1: that like we're letting the Chinese government based off, based off ownership, and um, based off their percentage that they have as far as their player base, yeah. it's like they're letting that dictate their censorship of the video yeah. game industry is like nuts, man. Like, and we're an American company. Like, people are in the U.S. are like offended all the time, and that doesn't yeah. affect that usually doesn't affect companies. I mean, unless it's on a mass scale, but like, come on now, like. You're letting the Chinese government and what they say dictate or what a guy said online dictate whether someone first of all and they didn't just they didn't like reduct his payment. I was reading that they fined him for the exact amount that he won wait, they
0: fined him really yeah, I thought they took his pay wow no so they That's... they just
1: fined him and then it was it just so happened quote unquote to be the same amount that he uh that he paid that he got that he got paid out to for winning the contest.
0: Well, you know, like, originally they banned him for an entire year, but then when all this controversy was started, they were like, oh, crap, we need to be a little bit lighter. So they banned him for six months. And all only that they banned him for six months, I mean, six months, but uh, the uh, broadcasters um, who were broadcasting that uh, event actually, like, stated like, his comments and stuff, and so they were banned for six months, too, so, um, like, some highlights and stuff, it's weird, it's really scary, and it's really weird, it's really scary and
1: weird, and it's also, like, whether you believe what's, believe what's going on, and, uh, with the protests and stuff in Hong Kong, and stuff like that, like, this kid, man, like, he is skilled at what he does, and at this point, if you don't consider gaming a profession, then whatever, I don't want to hear from you, like, it's a profession. People are winning major, lots of, major like, pots of money. Um, yeah, in these, in these in these in these esports tournaments, and it's a profession, man. And people are really good at. It. And this kid, the same way that Colin Kaepernick had a platform, the same way that anybody who says something on the Oscars, the Grammys has a platform to say something. This kid spoke out, and now you are gonna. You're gonna encourage censorship over that? Come on now, like that—that yeah. that makes me lose a little respect over Blizzard. And they—and you notice that they redacted it a little bit, though. Have you seen that? A little bit. They—they they knocked like, down the uh, suspension on his uh on his uh his—they knocked down his suspension by six months. So now, rather than a year, it's yeah, yeah, I said months. that. I said that. Oh, I didn't hear you. My bad.
0: Oh, you're fine, dude. Um, but like, what was I gonna say? I, um. But it's kind of ironic because literally, what a what a Blizzard's uh, key principles at their company is respecting each other's freedom of speech and voice. So it's like for them to like ban a player from entering any more Hearthstone tournaments or any Blizzard related events is kind of absurd. And so what I heard, and this is an article that I read, um, was that. Somebody after the outcry, somebody literally vandalized a statue in a in one of their HQ, uh, facilities over in Hong Kong because they have one over there, and they have all these statues that represents one key idea for their company, and they vandalized the one that was about respecting each other's voices and stuff and speech. So it's like ironic. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) but man. If if I was that guy, like I feel bad because you have to think like he spends hours and hours practicing his skills and stuff in that game because sounds a hard game whenever you're facing somebody that's better than you. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's like the kid won ten thousand dollars, man. Like I wonder if he, and t- I want I want to hear. I wish I could look in more into what he his thoughts on it are because he knows what he did, man. He knows what he put himself. He put himself. He kind of put himself in danger, man. Like what they got going. Oh, over yeah. there, what they got going on over there in the Chinese government and like all that control that they have, and now it's they're trying to, like
0: with man. Yeah, and now Sorry. they're
1: tra- like they have so much control, man. And now they're trying to censor like video game pe- like voices now too. Like, come on now, like yeah, you, they got to chill but, out, bro. Like, we all know yeah. what the what the what's going on. We all know like how there's like an unprecedented amount of like dic- it's almost like dictatorship in the government, like going on over there in China, and like, the least yeah. thing we want to hear is hear about this in our gaming industry, like, I'm all for having a voice and doing all that stuff, and that's cool, like, do that, it's like, but we don't need these governments coming in here telling us, it's like, yeah, yeah, esports is already, struck. esports is already on the up and coming as it is, and it's always has this stigma of being, like, this goofy, like, corny type of, like, gaming, part of the gaming, like, it you know, gaming is always, yeah. has a stigma, it's just now, the tide is just now changing that uh gaming can be considered like a profession or can be considered a uh, actual hobby that means something rather than just like a dork nerd lazy whatever they used to the stigma used to be now it's like yeah. it's, it's the tide is finally coming over and like people are starting to see it like that and this is only going to make it worse what that's just so frustrating you know what i mean
0: well you know video games are considered like an addiction to it is considered a mental illness mhm like it's consider that because of how many hours one person would play on a video game and how many days straight he would spend on it. So yeah, and, but the same.
1: But the thing is, like yeah. this, that same type of. Now this is another subject. We can go on this forever. I'm trying to think how to make it short and sweet. But would that not like? There, obviously, there's a fine line between obsessiveness slash addiction, yeah. other than just like loving what you do. Um, yeah, I think it's like if you if you have other priorities say like like for me man i have to make money um doing other things in my career which is filmmaking and same here i don't have time to like play games all the time so i can't play as much as i would like i would play games all the time if i could right yeah then it's like it becomes an an uh you become it becomes addictive if you start if that you start to let that get ahead of what your priorities in life are but if someone is like playing games all the time but they're still handling business but they want to play all in their free time too that's not an addiction, man. They just love it. Like, it's yeah. not a mental illness, bro. Like, you don't say that to the guy when kids are like – they you know, in high school when there's kids who, much, who definitely cared much more about football or basketball, soccer, swimming, you wrestling. You don't call that – You always – yeah, you just say, oh, too. they need to focus on their school. But it's like, dude, all they want to do is play basketball, football, wrestling, whatever, yeah. like – you don't call that a mental illness, but why is, why is video games a mental illness? Because I'm sitting in my room eating Cheez-Its? Like, come on now. Cheez-Its, <laughs> come on, damn it. It's just that, It's just that's what people, people who don't know anything about the industry, they're always, that's how they view people like me and you when we're playing games. They're like, wow, this dude's just eating cheese puffs, like playing the game, like online. No. like. And,
0: he's just getting fat. That's all he's and that's doing. That's not that's
1: not the case, bro. Like I just got yeah. I just got back from a workout just a second ago, and I can still go in there. there. Go. I can still go in there and play League yeah. of Legends and have a blast and nerd out as well. Like, come on, dude. It's like the stigma's changing. Yeah. It's the same thing with skateboarding back in the past. Remember, skateboarding used to be like this toy, and now it's like it's considered like a culture. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the same thing. It's like, come on, dude. People got to get out of Get their heads, for lack of a better term, get their heads out of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I understand, bro. Anyways, you got me
0: going. I got, I got you. Get me fired up, dude. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Getting you all fired up and stuff. You ever- um, but yeah, I agree with you. I don't really think video games is a mental illness. It's just kind of funny how video games are always targeted for situations like for violence. I mean that that's a topic on its own. And I, we're not trying to get into that. We can talk about that in another podcast. But it's just funny how video games are always, like, victimized. I know. Victima. Yeah. I know. They're always but,
1: victimized. And they're always, like, like I think, you know what I think it is? And I think it's, and this is something that I need to put more thought into, but I'm just going to say it because why not, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe my mind will change later, but I, th- I think it's very similar to how people view YouTubers. Yes. It's a they consider it like almost a threat. Um,
0: well, like there was it's this a threat to media. Go ahead. Yeah, there was. um... I forget which magazine it was, but PewDiePie. You know PewDiePie. My um, guy, I love PewDiePie, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, but pretty much, uh, he got like on the front cover of some like fashion or like celebrity magazine, and the thing was like talking about the X? every. Yeah, I think it's I think that's what it was. With a
1: white background and they had like an X put over him. Yeah. And he didn't even that realize one. it. Yeah, yes. yeah.
0: Yeah, he didn't realize it. But like you see like all these past issues where it's like well groomed men and women wearing nice dresses and stuff and like suits and whatever, but he's just on a white background with an X over him. It was like
1: what? <laughs> Yeah, like, I hate that junk, man. There's, like, it's a threat, bro. Like, these YouTubers, like, first of all, let me me go back to what I was talking about. Like, these YouTubers, bro, like, it's a threat to the media because it's self-made. They don't, like, obviously, like, we don't have a production house. We're doing it in our home. It's just about hard work and editing. And... Also, it's getting hella views, and we're getting paid advertisements and making hella ad revenue off of it, right? For these YouTubers, yeah. right? And c- people like me yeah. and you who like subscribe to famous YouTubers and stuff like that, we spend more time on YouTube rather than on channels or, or any network or Netflix and Hulu, and it's a threat. And that's the thing. Yeah. And I think video games are the same thing, man. I think it's the same exact thing. I think people, like, uh, I'm trying to bet, find the best way, to, way way to word it, but, like, people are starting to realize that like there's actually there's actually career opportunities rather than being a developer or being a journalist or being a publisher or being a producer or a manager for these companies there's actually career opportunities as playing video games mm-hmm. and it's like it's, that's the stigma that's where the stigma starts it's like people are just like uh, what is this yeah I hate that man and I got people like in my personal life who act like that and I'm just so like and you know what I say what? I go, all right, man, I'll talk to you later once I get done with this match. And I <laughs> hang up the phone. <laughs> yeah. i play video games go. if I want to. I'll play video games if I want to. And if you want to go race me, I'll still beat you as well. There you, you go. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you I mean. Could be,
1: you could be a sports guy and also be a video game guy, man. Like, come on, get out of here. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, uh, man, the Blizzard thing's crazy. I can't believe they defaced like a, a statue uh, of...
0: Oh, dude. I mean, I, I would, too. And, like, you know, if I had to pick a side, I would pick Hong Kong over China any day. But um, the thing about Blizzard and the thing about most companies in general, not just in the video game industry, but in, like, movies. Because you hear about, like, how China only lets in, like, 60-something foreign films into their own theaters, right? Right. And – it's really hard to get in because you have to meet all these criterias and stuff. But the reason why like American or America films or cinemas or, you know, production houses want to uh, get their movies into China's, you know, market is because like they'll get a higher like profit out of there and whatnot. And I feel like that's the same thing with video games. It's like they want to protect their market that they're already in, in china so they'll get like a bigger profit now, now cor- I, correct me if i'm wrong but they have
1: blizzard has like a insanely large market in china right oh my god it's huge
0: like starcraft have you seen starcraft tournaments they are huge they they will literally like buy out an arena to have them there and stuff and not just there but south korea too like there's a lot of talented players in south korea but uh it's starcraft and i want to say overwatch overwatch is pretty big over there too i don't know about world of warcraft because they have so many mmos over there that's been made in china that another one would just be a little too saturated but i know for a fact that starcraft is huge over there and overwatch well also and we heard so also like tencent Man. Tencent.
1: I was I was looking this up earlier, but Tencent is the largest video game company. And it's a it's, really yeah, it's Chinese, it's the, pretty much a Chinese conglomerate. Um what uh what uh games have they made? Or so first of all, was... they own forty percent of Fortnite.
0: Really? Forty percent, bro.
1: Forty percent. Look, let me see. Huh. This is from uh what is this website? We got so this is from venturebeat.com. Okay. It says, Tencent is the largest video game company. The Chinese media conglomerate owns 5% of Activision Blizzard. Blizzard's corporate parent, in order to release your games to China, you need to work with Chinese company, companies. For Blizzard also has a partnership with NetEase, a Chinese company that operates its games in the country. And it says, Tencent own, also owns the digital streaming rights for the NBA. After Mori's now-deleted tweet, Tencent announced that it is temporarily suspending its NBA preseason bro- they, they They do. They own... Look, the the headline of this is keep China happy at all costs. They have this keep China
0: happy. Dude, they at have this all like costs.
1: they have this conglomerate, man. Like, and people are like trying to feed into it because like it's so huge. I mean, they own like I said, they 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 acquired a forty percent stake of Fortnite, which we know we know the guys huge. over at Epic Games are making hella
0: cash. Oh cash! Oh my God! There's no question, and you know, thank God for China because that's why they're making that much money. Right, and people e- and
1: even though it's five percent of Activision Blizzard, that five yeah that five percent dude in the grand scheme of like their income is probably a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Five percent yeah. is like that's a lot of money to lose. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. I can't believe that. I didn't realize they were that big. Let me see. Um
1: Let's see, I'm gonna look up some something real quick. Okay. They own dang dude. They own what? League of Legends. Oh my god. Honor of Kings, Arena of Valor. League of Legends, Player is Unknown, huge. Battlegrounds Mobile. That's huge too. Clash Royale and Clash of Clans. Jeez. And they also put they so they own a 40% stake of Epic Games. Um Let's see. They own FIFA Online. Jeez, man. Oh, they publish these things, and they publish Rainbow Six Sage, Siege, Rainbow Six Six, Six Bla, 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 Rainbow Six Siege. They they publish that, dude. They're huge. Long yeah. story short, they're huge, and they they're making uh, these is... companies a lot of money in the U.S. and the U.S. are are uh, are make like keeping
0: China happy. <laughs> yeah, keeping China happy. Well, it's the same thing with uh, Walt Disney too, because you know about the whole We Need The Poo situation with their leader. No, what? okay so somebody posted a picture online and pretty much it was a picture of the Chinese leader I can't remember his name with this other dude like this high official guy and it's pretty much like a handshake or like you know a sign of respect and so somebody made an illustration with Eeyore and we need the poo as uh the leader of China and it somebody pointed out that we need the poo and the chinese leader look alike and so oh, china my. got a china got a uh got caught of this and we're like uh like informed the leader he was like hey somebody is insulting you by comparing you to a toy bear and pretty much uh we need the poos banned from china for life so stupid or, man it, it's so stupid and that's not even but, like, and
1: this is like another a talk for another day, and not for this podcast. But it just, it's just scary to think, man. That some people live in this, war, like these governments, like North Korea, where like people like the they lead, don't know anything. The lead, yeah, they don't know anything, and the leaders think like that. Like they think like, yeah. they'll just, oh, we'll just ban it.
0: Like, yeah. Oh and, my gosh. Well, a lot of people from North Korea don't even know that there was a man on the moon. That's like, what I'm saying, that's, man,
1: like stuff like that. It's just kind of scary because they go there. They like they'll, they'll 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 get they'll live and die with that mind state and it's scary man because like knowledge we deserve to know this stuff everyone as humans deserves to know this stuff
0: yeah regardless if you're against a particular uh ideology or philosophy yeah um but going back to the blizzard situation you know what i'm surprised about blizzard not doing what so you know like they're a subsidiary to activision and you know what else was a subsidiary to Activision? Bungie. Bungie. But here's the thing: Bungie left because they got big. But Blizzard's been big for so many years now that I'm surprised they haven't left. I want to look. I want to look into that because there's probably some pretty
1: valid reasons as to why they didn't. Yeah, being that, I think being that they're th- uh, they're that they're as big as you're saying they are. I mean, they are big. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I wonder what their reasoning behind that
0: is. I, that's. I want to look into that, like, on a different note, or a different time, but, like, a theory that I have is the fact that they're so entangled with Activision, and the fact that, you know, they have a bigger market in China, that they probably don't want to leave that, but I feel like there's also contracts in place where they can't leave, and whenever Bungie was working for Activision, they probably didn't sign those same contracts, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but... I just need to look that up real quick, or some other time. Um, but uh, yeah, that's crazy, uh, man.
1: And man, there's so the gaming man. There's so much going on in gaming and right now, and like, it, you know what this reminds me of? What the? Uh, I can't remember what game it was. It was some like I think it's some game made by. Uh, dude, you might you might know more about this than I do because I can't remember what game because I never played it. But there's this game where they like. There's like, a poster that they found in the house or, like, somewhere in the game that, like, mocked the Chinese Chinese, uh, president, remember that? And the game got banned.
0: Yes, I've heard about this. I can't remember which game it was, though. It was some indie title, I think. It was an indie title. Here, let me do a quick little search.
1: Let's see. Game mocks... I'm check this out, cause like I want to make sure we know. Yeah, Taiwan needs game mocks Chinese president by Polygon. Let me check this out. Okay. Wait, is this the Winnie the This is the Winnie the Pooh run?
0: Is it? Is it Devotion?
1: Is it, okay. Yeah, I think so. The game in question is a de, is Devotion, a horror game that launched on Steam in February nineteenth. The Verge. Oh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, it was the Winnie the Pooh thing you mentioned. I think yeah okay. by the war game devotion so you already knew but you just didn't know uh, it was like you knew one side <laughs>
0: but not the other yeah, okay yeah. well that's all right
1: yeah but um yeah huh. man there's like we got we got we as like people have to realize like ah uh, i I'll stop talk I I'll res- I'll um plead the fifth on the rest of this topic cuz like it's just so frustrating to see like this type of censorship and anybody man that guy deserves his prize he deserves to say what he wants to say whether, That's whether likelihood. yeah, whether you're Chinese or you're US or you're Swedish or whatever, man, we got we got to be able to talk when we want to talk. That's we as yeah. humans have that right, I man. We only have like 75 years on this this you know around that to live here. Yeah. Like we can say whatever we want, bro. Like
0: get out of here yeah, with dude. that. You know what I mean? Well, it it goes with like human psychology in that like people get like a high on dominating dominating other people. Mm-hmm. And sorts like, like and, you know, and, and for money and, too, yeah, and for money too, and like, you know, you don't just judge another person because like you like you uh, need to like you it like you don't like judge another person like because like you know you want to help them out. Of course, that's not always the case, and like you do want to help them out, but like some people like to judge other people just so that they get like a sense of dominance over them you know what i'm saying like a sense of intelligence um but um that's a little off kind of off topic but like um but yeah i'm just i'm just curious of like how many more times is this gonna happen whenever um. Someone will say something very controversial, honestly, and then they'll get banned.
1: Honestly, I'm curious now that, that we're talking about it, bro. It's not is is it Chinese? Is it the Chinese government's fault, bro? Like, like we as it, we as the gaming community can't let this stand.
0: We have. Well, what? Is, sorry. Go ahead. But what it really is is that um, it like Blizzard has stated in like their recent reports about like or the recent like you know, stance on the situation, and they're like, um, yeah, China's not an influence on us. I'm like, "Bull crap! They are an influence yeah, on you. You have a big market in their economy. Like, right. come on now. But, you were saying, bro? Bro, like, we as a gaming
1: community gotta let, we can't let this type of stuff stay, man. We gotta show so much support for these, for these people who are playing our games. Like, as a developer, not as a developer, but as a publisher and as a company man like we got to start showing support these people play our games like i don't know man we got to stop letting this stuff stand dude we have a we, we always want to point fingers in other direction it's like we got it like we have a we as a community got to come together and just start putting a halt to this you know what i mean like not not be. allowing it like rather than entertaining it and letting it happen like going no this is not acceptable like we come and we we join arms in this like we will not let people like like uh Blitz chung that's his name right yeah, let's Yeah, let's What a like, name. Go down. I know, like go down for like some bull crap that he that he decided he uh you know, he felt like he wanted to talk about. And he yeah. got now he's getting like chastised for it and he's putting himself in danger, man, like and I think that's what kind of going on in Hong Kong. It's like we're not going to let this stuff stand, man, but especially yeah. America as an American company, like our values, dude. Hopefully it's, oh, yeah. hopefully I'm 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 you know, I'm relying on human human nature that we're all that humans are good at good at good at heart and that blizzard and whatever company that follows it afterwards just like we're not we as the U as the united states we don't stand for this and censorship will not be enforced on our players it will not be enforced at our tournaments it will not be enforced in this industry at all and it will definitely not be enforced um just because you own five percent of our company and if that's the case then bam i don't know what to tell you boss you should run for president dude i might have to dog i'm for real you might you might have to like tell um, uh tell um tell sony sony uh sony japan that i'm coming for their steak
0: dude, dude i want their steak so bad <laughs> i want their steak and i want nintendo steak i'm <laughs> like getting, straight up i'm coming i'm coming for the throat
1: bro <laughs> You're yeah talk- from their throat actually you know what I'm not even gonna go for Sony Sony doesn't even need me I'm not even gonna go for it I'm gonna go to Xbox I'm gonna pull out so many exclusives <laughs> exclusives for Xbox <laughs> Xbox I'm gonna Play- Sony I've been a playstation guy for so long I'm gonna go to Xbox and I'm gonna make PlayStation wish <laughs> wish that I'm gonna'll <laughs> gonna make them wish that they just had 40 exclusives ready to release in October because that's what that Xbox is gonna do oh we're, gonna new- we're gonna have a new we're gonna have a new triple a triple a. 600 hour video game releasing every day in October for the October holiday season
0: for the holiday seasons <laughs> bro we're gonna have we're gonna
1: have kids in Walmart slipping and sliding through the aisles trying to get games fighting each other <laughs> oh
0: my god fighting each other
1: dude. drop kicking in the chest caving chest in bro <laughs>
0: trying to get Xbox games do you ever feel like you spend too much money on one company? You ever feel like that? Yeah, B and H, B and H. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I spend, oh, that's been. I can relate, dude.
1: Spend too much Woo! money at B and H, man. But that's like that's more like video gear and stuff, dude. But gaming yeah. wise, like it's Sony for me. Sony and uh, probably like, I mean, Steam gets way too much money, Much of my money.
0: You know, because since whenever Valve released Steam. You know how many games they've developed since then? No, maybe maybe like two, like two or three. Well, they they produced the first Portal, right? Yeah, yeah, they produced the first Portal and the second one, and that's their only two games. No, no, no. no, oh. no. Let me let me look. Let me just see. Since we're on this topic, how many games they've made since they released Steam? Because ever since then, they've been making bank off of Steam. Like they there's Can no you need blame for them. them th- no, I can't blame them. And there's no need for them to ever develop another game in their entire lives. Nah. Like zero. Uh Valve. Valve Entertainment. Da da looking them up. Looking at them up Looking at looking,
1: looking them up Looking at
0: them uh, up Wait what? Looking at Lookin them up
1: Looking at them up We gotta get better at our research Dude I know <laughs> We're sucking I know we gotta pull up some For the listeners They're like bro what are these dudes like Do they even know about games? Games do they even know what they're talking about? I promise Fine. I'm gonna do
0: more research on Xbox Yeah I'm probably going to do more research on uh, Xbox and Microsoft as a company. Bill Gates owns it, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Um, So, hang on. Steam. Steam. And my phone's Wi Fi is sucking right now. You're, sorry, what are you listeners. trying to what are you trying to look uh, for? You're trying to look for the uh what they own? The the I'm I'm trying to look for like the launch date for Steam. Hold on, let me see. It's Valve, right? Yeah. We are typing in information. We can always cut this shorter oh yeah let's see um, I forgot they so okay oh they launched in 2003 oh, two, wow 2000, 2003 I was what no way huh dude they have, so they've
1: uh. they've released Half-Life 2 They released Fortress 2. The Orange Box. uh, That collection, yeah. Yeah, the Counter-Strike series. Yeah. Left 4 Dead series. Oh, they... uh, I love Left 4 Dead.
0: Yeah, Left 4 Dead, dude. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, dude. Well... And, obviously, Portal. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing about most of those games, though. Like, there was a prototype. Somebody developed a prototype of one of those games before they initially bought the rights to it like a developer or somebody and they pretty much mastered those core mechanics that they liked about that game and they released it as their own pretty much. Yeah. Believe it or not. Because they're only they're truly the only original game that they came up with in the company was Half-Life. Like their first game. Which is kind of Have you played Half-Life? Oh dude, hell yes. That's I I never I never touched it ever. It's I understand, like, why it's such a huge influence on the industry. Because there's zero cutscenes, and the game plays, um, um, what's the word? Like, like, major story events play seamlessly with the gameplay. Uh, yeah. That was, that was the first usage of that mechanic. Like, everything played seamlessly, Throughout the entire game slash story, could you could you give me a good example? Because I'm trying to think like, is it like what Uncharted Four did? Yeah, I haven't played Uncharted Four, so I'm not sure. I'm trying to think again. Could, you, could like, you give me an there's, example? There's no cinematic cutscenes. Gotcha. What I'm so all the ma- no-
1: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, and that was the first game that implemented that. Which I find that to be interesting, since that game came back in—I mean, came out in like '98. So we haven't had that like mechanic for long. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, but um, so I wanna I wanna bring us to this section of our show, David. Uh, replay. So, replay is basically nostalgic time for us. Like, thinking back to, like, you know, creators and, like, games that we played in our youth and stuff. And kind of reminisce, like, those types of games and, like, events that happened in the past. And, like, our thoughts afterwards, you know? Um, nostalgia. Nostalgia. All the nostalgic yeah. moments in our
1: gaming lives. Which, everyone has some of those, right? Oh, my God. I, I don't know anybody that does it. I uh, know, so. right? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but um what's something what's something you can remember back to that you find fondly of
1: you hmm, know? let's see because uh put me on the spot let me think okay so off the
0: jump bro sly cooper series dude oh my god i was just thinking that sly cooper <laughs> series bro S- the sly cooper series was the shit. like it was, straight man. up and that it's not like it was so consistently
1: consistently good bro that it was like like you can't tell me there's not one Sly Cooper uh, addition to the addition to the series that's like you can say it's trash. There's not one. Yeah,
0: even the one that came out for PS3 was good.
1: Yeah, I have, that's the only one I haven't played just because I was older and like stuff like that. I yeah. didn't pick it up. But like, bro, like I just remembered Sly Cooper and the Thievious Raccoonus, my guy. Dude, the <laughs> Thievius Raccoonus. Is- that was the best one. Yeah, and he had that fox. I think she was a fox. That was, like, his girl. And she was, like, also kind of slick with it. And then, like, she – and they also had, like – it was, I think, a hippo. Was it the hippo?
0: Yeah, the hippo was, like, the muscles and the turtle. He was,
1: like, the, the machine – he was, like, the, the, the beefy part of the team. And then you had, like, the tortoise, yeah. which was, like – The could, brains. I, yeah, the brains. I always – you know what's funny is it's, like, almost a uh, – it reminds me of uh, Batman's – what's her name in the Batman series? Uh, uh god I can't remember Batman? her name. No, no, Whoa. not Catwoman, the woman that he in the wheelchair, James Gordon's daughter. James oh, Gordon's daughter. Oh. The one she's in. The, oh. Yeah, she got crippled uh, by the Joker.
0: Yes, I remember. She played uh Batgirl. Um I
1: can't remember, but anyway, she remi- like it's like she he does the same role as she does for Batman, which is like the brains of the operation. Right. Man, man, I just love Sly Cooper, man. It's such a good series. Like it's still my his his picture is still my avatar on PlayStation.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I've seen that well like the thing about Sly Cooper and I find this interesting but there is like an era in the PlayStation 2's life cycle when PlayStation or like a bunch of like developers for PlayStation were creating these cartoony platforming games for it. Because of like the success that Nintendo had in their platformers, like with Mario and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like you had Jack and Dexter, which I which is love a masterpiece. Jack and Dexter. It's such a masterpiece. And uh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank and is so satisfying. It is. And it's not even my favorite of the three. Straight up. Like, I think Sly Cooper's my favorite. Me too. And then Jack and Dexter. But sometimes, like, I think back, and I-, I like Jack and Dexter a little bit more than Sly Cooper at a given time. But right now, it's Sly Cooper. Just the fact that it its focus was more on the stealth aspect and a little bit of the action, but it was more of a stealth game than it was an action game and a little bit of more of a puzzler. Mm-hmm. So... But like with Jack and Dexter and Ratchet and Clank, they're all about like um, attacks and like jumping around and stuff and exploring. Right. right. So, I mean, yeah, is... Just... yeah,
1: man. Like the pla- like like you said, platformers. And then that was like, and this is more PlayStation Three. But then you had like Little Big Planet.
0: Oh, Little Big Planet! I love Little Big Which Planet. Which is great design. Like, yes, and I just like the fact that you play as a puppet. Like a a sock pocket
1: yeah. or whatever. I have some like weird bro. Like this is kind of crazy, but you remember like how they had that like that. It was almost like it was like the, first of all, I think it was the first game, not the first game, but I think it was one of the more, more well executed games where like creators had all like almost all the power, where they could create all these levels. And st- what was it? And little big planet. Like in, oh, little big Planet. yeah, like where yeah. you had like these, it um, had like the craters level, like you know in GTA you have all these levels, or in uh, Mario Maker you have all these levels, or yeah, it's like that where, um, yeah, and I just remember playing this one. I have some weird like remember, I have some weird like, uh, what do you call? It? I have some weird, kind of weird moments with that game, man, because some people made some weird, ep- some weird levels in Little Big Planet. Like they had a Jeff, oh my god, they had a Jeff the Killer one,
0: Jeff the, Killer. remember Jeff the Killer. Yeah,
1: they had one where like you had to run from him, which was like so freaky, dude. Like, people are oh, man, yeah. people go get so creative with those games. But yeah, man, what Day. about you? What's a game that you like
0: that you go have back and think yeah, on? like major s- nostalgia from? Man, that's a hard one. Um, I would say Psychonauts. Since we're on the topic of platformers, like Psychonauts is like in my top fifteen favorite video games of all time. It's crazy, man, because like. Even though we could talk
1: about games all the time, like, we, I feel like we have, like, I just, you've played, like, more games in that realm before. Like, I haven't played Psychonauts. Um, really? Yeah, like, oh, platformers dude. weren't really, like, I don't know, man, I played, like, the only platformer I ever played, like, the the main ones I played were, like, Mario.
0: Yeah, you know what Mario's I mean? the big one, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, um, And Mega but, Man. Like, Mega Man, yeah. Mega Man, it was a platformer but it was also like a side scroller sometimes. Yeah, true. Um, or arcade ish. But um yeah, Psychonauts like to me was like like that was a game because I don't really replay a lot of video games because I don't have the time for it. But I played replayed Psychonauts about three times because it was so short and like I understood the levels better, you know? Yeah. And it's such a cool idea where it's, like, trippy and stuff, where you go into somebody's, like, uh, mental cognition and stuff. Which, talk about mental cognition, uh, I- I've been playing, or I-, I beat Persona 5, and that's all about people's mental cognition and stuff. But going back to uh, Psychonauts... Um, it's just really creative and really goofy and fun because that was a game that was made by uh Two Fin Productions. And really? And now they're owned, yeah. And now they're owned by Microsoft. But I'm so glad that they made a deal with like Sony to where they could release Psychonauts for the PS4 because or Psychonauts 2 for the PS4 because I'm so hyped for that game. You have no idea, dude. It's kind of the same way. Is it, is it, so where, it's coming out? When's it coming out for the listeners? It's coming it's coming out next year sometime. They haven't put a release date or anything, but it's coming out sometime next year. Who's it developed by? Two Finn Productions. Oh yeah, you said that. Okay. Yeah, and um, you know, my excitement for a sequel to that game was the same exact excitement whenever they announced uh Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Because yeah. I love the first Red Dead. Right. It's crazy, man. Because
1: like we're younger, we're a younger podcast uh, duo, and like. My nostalgia is, like, it's not, like, old, super old games, man, like, arcade stuff. It's really, like, un- honestly, like, Uncharted 1 is, like, very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Uncharted Unchart- 1, man. I picked, so, another, like, what Uncharted 1 man. I was at GameStop, right? And my grandpa, yeah. I just mowed the grass and stuff like that. I've been doing it. It was, like, over I this. I can't remember what time of the year it was, but I just mowed the grass, and, like, I got, my grandpa. Were you, were you? What, go ahead. Were
0: you one of those ki- Were you one of those kids that like did chores around the house so you guys can like save money to buy video games? Oh, all the
1: time. My my parents made me oh, work yeah. for
0: everything. Oh, I get you. Yeah,
1: like they were like, if you want to get a new game, it, like I would ask for a game. I was like, I wanted to get a new game, and they would like, okay, well, you know, we got some things we need to do around the house. So I'd mow the grass. Yeah. I clean the entire house. I do it, wash the dogs and like cut down like branches and like stuff like that around my grandpa's house, and he would. Take me to the to the game store and like buy me a game, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Which was really cool. Like that was my allowance, and that only ha- that was few and far. You know what I mean? Like I, I, he obviously every time I had to do those chores sometimes without any return, which is what you're supposed to right. do as a kid. But uh, every now and then he would take me to GameStop, and I went to GameStop, and there was no new games out. And my dad was so supportive. My dad was just he just my dad's <laughs> a super cool dude. He was like I called him and I was like I don't know a game to get, and um he goes he was like. And my my dad knows nothing about games at all, and he was like, "I see, I said there's Uncharted game." My dad's just I'm a kid, so I'm only like I'm in like elementary. I'm like fifth fifth or sixth grade when this happened, man. Yeah. Um I'm just a little little dude, and like little guy. Yeah, little guy. Was I in fifth grade? Actually, I think I was in like sixth grade. And anyways, so I was like at GameStop, and I seen this game. And had this guy with this like gun strap like X around his back, like, and he had like this really green shirt, and then the sleeves were cut off. And he was looking to the left, and he had like a shotgun strapped to his back, and it was like this green, greenery, like foreign location. It said said uncharted, right? And I'm like, yeah. And it said, uh, and it said Naughty Dog on it, and I'm like, bro, this looks interesting. First of all, the name is cool of the company who made it. Then you got this guy looking like hardcore, bro. And I seen you know that
0: company. Go ahead. That that company. Uh, also made Jack and Daxter I know
1: that's why I'm like I was like okay yeah I know this I've seen this before and the company's name is cool and then I was yeah. like what was it there was something else oh I, I had so I had uh, um, I had a GameStop pro, pro account you know what I mean like where you get like percentage off I had a pro account and like they sent game informers to my house all the time and I would read over them and I seen that the development of this game was in the middle of the magazine I was like this looks like a cool game and I didn't know if I wanted to get it or not. And my dad, I called my dad. I was like, I don't know what game to get. He goes, what about that game you were talking to me about in that magazine? And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'll try it. So it was <laughs> like my my grandpa bought it for me. And I played it. And I beat, like, I got, like, 15 minutes to the game. And I was like, whoa. And that's a lot it, of nostalgia, man, because I just went on it. And I haven't gotten that much into a game, I don't feel like, since, man. Like, I was so... Tone. I lost, I lost myself in the video game, and that's why I think we love, me and you, like, and people who play games, like, we people don't understand, like, you can lose yourself into these games.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, like straight the last up, like, you could, oh, dude, we can talk about that game all day, but, like, you can, like, most people, it's kind of like the same reason why you go see a movie. It's, you want to escape. You want to, like, experience the story and, like, experience, like, everything else about it and whatnot. And that's the same thing that goes into, like, video games and, like, people that play them. They want to escape. They want to enjoy the experience. They want to immerse themselves. Um, A game, since we're in topic about that, a game that I, like, got emotionally immersive in was probably Bioshock Infinite. Because I played the first Bioshock game and I loved it. And then I played Infinite because I was excited because it was, like, a spinoff to uh, to the first game. And, like, I beat it in, like, three days. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still remember all the story beats to that game to this day. And I'm just, like, still... Like, a lot of people criticize the game, but I'm one of those few that's like, nah, this game was more than that, you know? Yeah. But that's just me, dude. No,
1: like, uh, I-, I totally understand. And... Like, what was I'm trying to, like, me and you, I remember you said in the last episode you were talking about, like, how you're more of a story guy, and I'm the same way, like, and and I think that goes in line with our cinematic background, like, we're filmmakers yes. and stuff like that, so we want a good plot, we want a good uh, climax, we want something that we can dig into, and, like, that's what happens with me, and that's why I like Horizon Zero Dawn and, I like, Last of Us and, I like, A Chart and, I like, uh, the Assassin's Creed series because there's so much lore and Witcher and stuff like that, man, and, like... That's, like, the epitome of nostalgia. And that's why, like, freaking, you know, other than it just being so fun and satisfying, like, Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper had, like, a really kind of cool story, man. It was, like, I am, and and going back to what you were saying, like, you want to escape. Like, I felt like I was really out in, like, El Dorado, bro, just, like, in the Uncharted series, like, jumping, like, these cliffs and, like, being, like, this Indiana Jones character. And, you know what I mean? Uh, And Yeah. Yeah, man, I I really missed that series. Let me let me yeah. be the first to say, rest in peace, uncharted. You had a good life. You had a rest good life. Peace. I miss you. Hope you come back in another form. But you were it was your time to time to go. Um but I loved you, man. I love you. Dude.
0: I loved you, man. <laughs> I love you, you, Drake. I, I love you, Drake. Don't leave me. Huh? Oh. I feel like we're gonna do that in like years later with the last of us. I swear to God, we're gonna do that. Oh, I already have nostalgia
1: with the last, the first Last of Us. I, you know how many times I played that game, right? I platinum. No, I platinum, how many, many
0: times? Really? I platinum
1: that game. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I played dude. it. I've I've played through it six times. I could, and on and on crushing mode because you have to play crushing to get platinum. So like yeah. uh, so dude, like if you if you were to sit down and watch me play that game, I can get. <sighs> I know exactly where to go, where each character is going to be, each MC in uh each whatever you call it what do you, what do you call it ncp what is it ncps or in or npcs npcs bro NPCs. i know where they're going to be at each time like i know exactly how which way to kill them so it's the most effective like because i i strategy i use the strategy guide the first two, few times and then after that i memorized it i know nice. where to get as you treasure because after you play it one time the game is not as long as it seems it's not long no. it's not long at all actually but like it feels long mm. that first time because the story is so intricate and so yeah. it's so emotional and so uh
0: So purposeful, yeah.
1: Um, that, that like, that's why I felt that way. And I heard the last of the next Last of Us is supposed to be huge, expansive. It's
0: supposed it's supposed to be huge, and it's supposed to be like darker in terms of storytelling. Like the tone's supposed to be like real emotional. Oh, you know, speaking of that, man,
1: I was I was listening to a uh, a developer talk about Uncharted. Yeah, It, it was the guy who directed the uh the second one which was which is revered as like the best one in the series which i agree with
0: Have the, you, things, thieves among us yeah, um, is, yeah it
1: was yeah thieves um uh, honor among thieves honor among thieves so like yes. that one is you know is highly highly opinionated as far as like people think that's the best one and yeah he's talking about how like naughty dog and the team was always talking about how they wanted to make sure that what, anybody who picked up an uncharted whether it be 1 2 or 3 or 4 could jump into it and not have to play the previous games and that's always what they went and it was like always starting starting clean it wasn't like they didn't they weren't they didn't want to be bounded by limitations of a story yeah and i wonder if they're
0: going to take that same mindset into the last of us too they might but like judging from the trailers i've seen of it dude it's like it, it's almost like they're like going back to like previous events and stuff and like you see all these characters that you saw in the first game that it it's almost kind of hard not to bring back like past events, but well, uh, I mean, but, uh, we'll yeah. see. Well, less, we'll see. Yeah, less we'll about
1: see. less about like unchar- like bringing back past events, though. Like, because even Uncharted, we're bringing back little tidbits, but you didn't have to know those yeah. things to nah. like to play the games. I wonder if because la- the Last of Us seems like it's it's definitely about Ellie, right? And oh yeah, whatever happens, and they're trying. To, I think they're trying to lead us astray and making us. Have you watched the trailers? Yeah, they're trying to I've they're trying it, to too. they're trying to deter our our uh, our our predictions by making it seem like. That relationship that she has with that girl is like ended by death in like the first like part of the game, and that's what shocks it off. And like we know as people who play the Naughty Dog games and know their writers, and we know how they do it, like it's not going to be that simple of a story. No, it's not. There's it's something not. else that we're that they're leaving out that's going to happen.
0: And I think. Well, it looks it looks like she got brutalized. Something happens, bro. S- something happens. Not kind of coming up with a theory, but something did probably happen.
1: No, something but. happened other than like her just getting killed and was like I'm gonna kill them all like that's just so basic basic of a story I know like Neil Druckmann and his team like are very they got better ideas than that and they're trying to lead us astray making it think it's a basic concept but it's not and like yeah. and and ugh, man and like they might throw in the tidbits of like Joel Joel is obviously gonna be in there because they gotta it has to be addressed the fact that
0: um we don't see him throughout yeah like, well, half of the- well
1: other than the yeah. lie the big lie that he had at the end of the mo- the last one
0: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that has
1: to be addressed at some point. So they might throw it in there. They might do something. But I think most of this is, like, we have to be all right with, like, this is going to be Ellie's story, whether we like it or not. Like, and I, I'm i so down for it. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. I'm also really nervous, though. You know why? Why? Because, you, you, you know, in the first one, when we played uh, as Ellie, how hard it was. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Bro, she we was did so. play as Ellie. She was so oh, weak. Oh, my God. She was, she so, was so weak. Well, she's older now, and, like, she's more experienced. Yeah, but if she's, but I wonder if she, there's no way she's as strong as Joel, though. No, there's no way. Like, that, I would think, I would, if they do this, I would give them so much credit if they did this. But what if, like, um, and you mentioned this, like, what if she's, like, weak in this one? Like, what if, like, she's a little bit better, but she's not as good as Joel? I kind of like it. And it, it's scary, yeah. but, like, I kind
1: of like that it's more cha- Like, Last of Us, man, is challenging.
0: It is. It is. Especially once like,
1: you once you take away the assistant. Like, you play on crushing mode. Like, it becomes, like, hard, dude. Yeah. And the, NC- the uh, MC, whatever you call them. I can- NPCs. The NPCs, man, like, they were, like, they were crazy in the first one. I and mean, in-
0: have you seen, like, what they what they're implementing in the new one? Like, the NPCs are, like, super smart. Smart, yeah. Like, a little... Like, the slightest noise you make, they'll pay attention to. Also, (laughs) that's how crazy... Bro,
1: oh, I I forgot. We haven't talked about this at all, but, like, what I love is, like, I haven't seen no... They gave... What, you know, what makes The Last of Us, like, so, so, like, deep and so dark is that you feel for each death. You feel for each character in the story is, like, so detrimental, like... And they gave, they did something, that, like, they gave, like, the uh, the NPCs, like, characters, like, names. Have you seen, did you see that? Yeah. Like, they I gave them that. names. So, like, if you kill someone of them, like, you can hear someone yelling, they're like, Dave. They're like, They killed Dave. They got Dave. And, like, you're like, oh, my gosh. And they get more angry and angry. It's, like, not just, like, basic. where are like, oh, there's your dead body. And they throw it away. And it's, like, they go back on their yeah. routine.
0: Boom. You get You get experience points for that kind of mentality. Yeah, you know it's, like, I
1: mean? dude, like, no, like, it's, like, now the NPCs are, consequential. like... Consequential. It's consequential, and you're, like, not killing just, like... You're not killing just, like, zombie characters that they do in the game for your for your pleasure. You're killing, like, people with yeah. emotions and with families, and, like, man, I... That's another level of deep, and it's almost getting to the point where, like, I'm starting to... I don't know. It's crazy, bro. It's good. It's, it's, it's awesome. I can't wait for it. We gotta wait till February. Dude. dude, yes.
0: Um... Well, I think we're reaching to that hour mark, bro. That hour um, mark.
1: Here we go. And I, I really enjoyed the talk today, man. The thing with Blizzard is crazy. Um, oh yeah.
0: It, 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 this can't be the only time this is gonna happen either. I'm it won't be. It's that. gonna blow
1: it. It's gonna go. It's gonna. I mean, we've seen stuff like this before.
0: This, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's history repeating itself. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, I just want to thank the audience for listening to us today. Me and David, we had like fun and stuff uh i i think this was like a really enjoyable conversation with you bro yeah man Um, thanks
1: thanks for anybody who's listening thanks thank you guys for listening and stuff like that and if you like the show man share it you know a lot of people don't understand like what one shared with a friend who's interested in games and interested in just cool talks man like can do for the show and also like email us um yeah as well like send us a send us an inbox or something like that most of the guys listening right now are friends anyways we got a lot of things we have to set up as far as email and website and stuff like that but if you're a friend listening hit us up tell us what you think we what you'd like to see from us in the future we got a lot of things planned but like if you there's something you're like i want to see this from you guys like let us know man but anyways thanks for thanks for listening for sure
0: yeah thanks for listening to us guys um so we're going to sign off now all right signing off signing off See you later, guys. Peace.